Hello, Miss Reyes audience. Thank you so much for stepping into this week for a new episode. I want to start off and let you know that I'm going to paint a picture for you. And I want this picture to be able to encourage you or someone that you know. It's actually the reality of something that I once had. And so I'm going to bring you into there and let you see how it really was. So I began going to church and I'm excited. Every week there was a new message. It was like God was directly speaking to me. And I was so excited because I was able to learn scripture and hear different, hear the Bible told in different ways to help me understand. And just the excitement of being able to just know how amazing it was when Jesus walked the earth. So then, you know, I end up meeting a guy. And when I say meeting a guy, it's not just a particular guy. Over the course of the time, I've always met a guy. And it always started off amazing. And this has nothing to do with my dating series. But as you know, I've been there, done that. And typically everything start off so amazing, so great. So I'm on the phone and the laughter that began to just take over the room. That joy in my heart. And just being able to feel like a teenager again. I was always looking forward to spending time. So it would start off. We go out and we have a dinner date. And that was awesome. Sometimes I would end up getting a room that night. Or if it wasn't the first night. It was weeks later. But. The date is not what took over me. The date is not what made me want to undress. The date is not what was heavy for me. So you have this amazing, bubbly, outgoing person that is always excited about the new. I'm listening to their life story. They're listening to mine. And I'm feeling like this superior woman. A queen. When I look in the mirror and I see the smile on my face, I'm inspired because I can look back at some things that I've been able to make it through. But never would I thought that a moment of undressing myself would take over. Who am I? When I pull up to a parking lot and I back my car in and I have that initial thought that come, <laughs> you know, that nudge, this is not you. This is not where you belong. But I didn't want to listen to that. This is, this is fun. I'm happy. And I quickly dismiss it like a bubble in the air. And I gather my belongings and I grab what I need to grab and I get out the car. And as I'm walking through the parking lot, I still have this sense of <laughs> I'm a woman. I'm a queen. 
And as my luggage is, as my luggage is dragging across the pavement, and I can hear the rolling sounds. It's like I was losing myself. I had to transform into something that I wasn't. It's not nothing that I was gearing myself up to do. It was an automatic transformation that was taking place because the atmosphere that I was entering to was not for me. But time after time after time, I have ignored this. I have popped that bubble that would come up into my mind every time I would pull into the parking spot. Well, this time, and like any other time, it was nothing normal. I would switch my glasses out because I didn't want anyone to see Miss Red. So then I had on a different pair. And I would walk in, and again, automatically, I got my head down, tilted, so that the clerk at the desk cannot see me. What I have on and what I'm rolling through your lobby, you don't know who I am. But why the shame? What was I hiding from? Why was I embarrassed? So as I continue and then I make it to the carpet floor, the smell of chlorine, if there was an indoor pool, would begin to just captivate my senses. And then I would hear people in some rooms, their TVs on and laughter just kind of throughout and then it would be silent. And then that beep, as I watch him slide the card to open the door and we walk in. And at that moment, I'm no longer Miss Red. I'm no longer me. So then you get inside the room and me being a people's person, I always know how to make an atmosphere feel fun and enjoyable. So I want to crack a joke or just, you ready? Let's get, you know, what we're going to do? You know, what dinner are we having tonight? You know, my bubble, bubbly self is just trying to just make this awkward feeling feel a little better. And immediately, you know, grabbing me and began to kiss me. And then it goes there. At dinner. I'm not even who I was in that room. There's another part of me that's been snatched from me. So while I'm sitting at dinner, I began to feel this heaviness. He's energized and now he's ready to be full. And yeah, we'll probably go back to the room because nobody gets a room for just one time. But at least he fed me. Sure, he's going to want to go back, and we have round two. But then the pursuing, the comfort, the laughter begins to fade completely away. And although sometime, in some cases, round two does happen, 
I'm left laying in sheets, wrapped in guilt and shame and continue allowing something to take away from me. So as I would struggle to toss and turn throughout the night because I cannot properly sleep, I'm not held like a wife. I'm not held like someone who truly wants me. So then I wake up and it's silent as he continues to sleep. I remember when I started going to church and what captivated me. His grace and his mercy. I was tired. I was tired of pulling in a parking spot. Not because I was on vacation. Because something was pulling away and taking away and diminishing me. Walking into a lobby where I cannot even hold my head up high and greet the desk clerk like the bubbly person that I am and have always been. How can I say to anybody I'm a queen when I've been moved out of my position to be lowered in a position that was less than me? So I began to encourage myself. I took a shower I stood in the water as the water hit me. I began to call out to my father who I knew was there with me. And I told him and I let him know that I didn't have the strength to walk away and keep the boldness that I know that he would give me. But I was welcoming him in until my life to take over, to surround me. The mercy, the grace, the love that endured me gave me strength that I never felt before. I walked in ashamed and hiding, but I walked out knowing that I was no longer something that I was not created to be. So regardless of how this day was going to end or what this weekend was going to be stamped to, I knew that I chose my father, who sent his son to choose me. And that's who I was going to walk with, with my head up high. Go right back to that parking spot, put my things in, and begin to play my worship music because I was created to be who I am today. Fierce, bold, outgoing, triumphant, resilient, and able to speak to you. To remind you that women, we hold something very dear to us. And just laying on our backs for different occasions for different men does not bring the crown that's placed upon our head. Or what that we, the crown that we wear within our soul. Anything that's less than doesn't complete me. So I want to be able to tell you 
that I didn't always get it right. It didn't always convict me. Being able to go to a hotel and pull, pull into a spot was excitement for me. But when you continue to head forward, when you continue to want to add things to you, always begin to let go and some things are denied access to. So I want to remind you that whoever you were just this past weekend or last week or even last year, that's not you. Because from the moment that I asked God to give me strength, I held on tight and he's holding my hand as I continue this fight. And I want to be able to be a flicker to a flame to encourage you. Signing out, Miss Red.